Hey everyone, this is Todd and welcome back to Time Out with Todd, where as always, I thank you for taking a time out with Todd. I am back. Now, is it going to be better than ever? Don't know. We'll see how, uh, how I manage to be the creator of my own product, I guess, if one would say. Anyway, like I said, I'm back. Uh, hopefully better than ever. We'll, uh, we'll see how long my confident, uh, reign goes. Uh, you know, I appreciate all those that have reached out to me and said that they want, uh, want me to get back in the podcast game. Uh, you know, big shout out to my boy Angel for starting the streaming and just seeing how he's been doing has really been the big motivation factor for me to get back in the podcast. Uh, you know, he's out there killing it for anybody that's interested in video game streamings and watching that. Uh, follow him at Half Maui Half God, I believe. Let me, uh, I should probably have that information handy. This is quite embarrassing that, you know, you're going to have a podcast. And uh, it's Quarter God. Wow. Embarrassing. All right. So anyway, if you go on Facebook and you look up Half Maui Quarter God Gaming, you'll definitely find them. Or you could just look me up on Facebook and uh, I'm sure I've shared a bunch of his streams. So anyway, on to Brass Tax, everything that's been going on. For those that don't know, I'm married. Uh, don't know if I did the last podcast or not when I was married. Uh, got a new dog. Got a little baby girl named Luna, so you know she's uh, she's been the concentration of my world as of late. Uh, kind of got a new home, if you would want to say it. Don't live in an apartment anymore; living in a townhouse. So big boys started from the bottom. Now we're here, which is still on the bottom. Um, and uh, big news: I got a baby on the way. Got a baby girl. Should be here by April. So a lot of big, exciting news going on in my life that, uh, you know, I haven't been really able to have time to do much, you know. So finally being able to get my time management, stress management under uh, under par, come back, talk to you guys through the podcast or uh, right now as it is. I got looking at a wall. I think I'm going to put a picture of someone up here. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I might put like a picture of... Uh, I don't know. What's a celebrity I just want to sit and talk to? You know, I'm going to put a picture of uh, Randy Orton. Yeah, you know what? Bet. We'll put a picture of Randy Orton. I'll sit there. Maybe one of these days I'll get RKO'd by him. That would be crazy. So, anyway, this first part of the podcast, I just kind of wanted to talk to you guys, update you guys, uh, you know, get ideas for topics. This is, uh, this is my way of introducing to you guys. I know last podcast I really wanted to go through and try to get ideas I'm making it more interactive on my uh, my Instagram. If you guys haven't followed me yet, L Zelianso on Instagram. Follow me. I'll post questions every week. Get your guys' feedback. Get your guys' interaction. This is my way of thanking you guys for following me. This is my way of interacting with you guys. This is your show. I'm the speaker for it. You know, let's have some fun with it. Uh, you know, next week, I know I'm going to bring my wife on and we're going to talk about the mass Singer. Don't know how many people like the mass Singer. I love the mass Singer. Me and her make a competition out of it every week. So, you know, next Monday for sure. Look forward for uh, some mass Singer debates and talks. Um, you know, so I'm not trying to make this always a sports show. Granted, it seems like it, but the purpose of Time Out with Todd is just taking a time out from life and just seeing what Todd's been up to or seeing what you guys have been up to. That's really the point of this. 
So, but as podcast 1.2 is back, or however I'm going to label this podcast, it is unfortunately going to be about sports, just because that's really the only topic I care about right now, especially since both my Miami teams won. So, if you guys want to listen to the rest of the podcast, I appreciate it. If not, stay tuned for next week when I talk about Massinger with my wife. Thank you, and on to the next segment. All right, jumping straight into Miami sports. Miami Hurricanes looking pretty dominant, you know. I wouldn't say all the way dominant. You know, we did finish 31-19, and and everybody that follows the Hurricanes know what uh, what I'm talking about. Normally, whenever we have a bad loss, we end up losing four games after. So the fact that we were able to win against Pitt, especially Pitt being a uh, sleeper team, uh, you know, look really good out there. Uh, some of the takeaways that I think they could probably improve on is definitely offense. No, uh, I, I don't want to uh, poop on – Derek King, but he did go 16 for 31, which is that's 50% almost passer rate. Uh, he went 222 yards, four touchdowns, and one interception. Uh, he was the lead rusher for the team. He had 11 carries for 32 yards. Uh, the only takeaway that would be positive for the offense, you know, other than, you know, not forming or, you know, flopping under pressure, uh, tight end you definitely looking strong contender for Miami. Uh, Mallory stepped up in replacement of Jordan. Another positive was our defense yet again, kicking ass. Uh, you know, this is, uh, the second week of them stepping up and holding, uh, a team up, you know, granted against Clemson, you know, we only put up, they only put up 41 points, but you know, for not for nothing, they, uh, you know, they didn't score as high as they, they per, you know, were projected, especially after this past week that Clemson played, putting up 74 points. We did hold Pittsburgh down to three field goals, and we also had one fumble come out of it. Um, And honestly, the kick and punt combo is probably the best combo I've ever seen. Uh, You know, big lose out there, punting bombs, and just making plays for everybody. And it's just looking really good out there for, uh, for the rest of the team. So, you know, as far as it is, Miami is a young core team and, you know, just looking towards the future and seeing how everything is, I'm I'm really excited about how Miami is. And, uh, you know, as much as I don't want to sit there and sh- shout out saying that they use back, they use back because we're not, we still have a long way to go. It's just, it's really good to sit there and it's refreshing to finally come off of a loss like we did last week and, you know, continuously push forward and win. So for that takeaway with the Hurricanes, that's all I pretty much have. We'll see how the rest of the season goes. Now going on to the Dolphins, they did shut out the Jets. So I guess we can all go together and say Jets suck, suck, suck. Um, They beat the Jets 24-0. I feel so bad for Joe Flacco. I mean, this is the same franchise that brought the uh, butt fumble out. So, you know, it's just – it sucks. our defense for that Miami team also looks really good. You know, we, we were making sure Xavier Howard had a uh, an interception out there. I believe he's leading the league in interceptions. Uh, Fitzmagic, the tank, went 18 for 27 with 191 passing yards, three touchdowns and two interceptions. It wouldn't be a Fitzpatrick game without him throwing an interception. 
And the best part about it is he generally looked like he was having fun out there. He looked like he was enjoying the game. For someone that's been in the league that long, being that old, you know, it was cool seeing his family up in the box, him and his 20 kids that he has. You know, he just generally seemed like he was out there having a good time, especially when Tua came out. He, you know, it's cool seeing the uh, the cheerleader on the side like he is. You know, I think Fitzpatrick is a great mentor. Um, you know, some of our core receivers were, were looking good. You know, Parker dropped a couple of key plays that I feel that could have possibly turned into a touchdown. You know, for not for nothing, you know, they, they had – the Jets' defense was – you know, applying pressure, but there was just so many missed balls that they, they could have caught up on. Um, Gaskin stepped up. He did 18 carries, 91 yards, no touchdowns. And honestly, somebody that I wouldn't mind seeing and develop this year is uh, Preston Williams. I believe Preston Williams, if he keeps forming, you know, for somebody that's undrafted, I believe that Preston Williams is going to become a, a real key player for that receiving core. Um, I just generally feel bad for Jets fans, especially because we know what it's like having Adam Gase as a coach. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't wish bad on anyone, but Gase, Gase has been just, it's been a slobber knocker as good old JR would say from WWE days. Gase is just out here doing the bare minimum of a coach and hasn't performed any good progress. I mean, how, how is it that you have Sam Darnold out there and yet you guys still haven't been able to accomplish much? And, you know, that that's a key point that I think a lot of the times I argue about with NFL teams drafting quarterbacks and putting all their eggs in that basket on a quarterback. You know, look at Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was number one quarterback coming out of this draft this year, and the Bengals still are suey. So, you know, it, it just sucks that you have somebody like Sam Darnold on that team that has all that talent, yet your your head coach isn't performing or isn't making you perform to the caliber that you're supposed to be. So, you know, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy to see what happens in the future, but we'll, you know, it, it's gonna be interesting to watch. But the biggest takeaway from yesterday is Tua Tua started all that tanking for Tua and. Tua finally started in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter, and I, it was perfect watching that kid come out. You know, for someone that was told that they're not going to play football after his hip injury, and you know, it, it's just it's really cool seeing the game of football that way, where you have somebody with a serious injury come out and pass his first football or hike his first football. And I just I'm excited to see Tua really play for the Dolphins, and I'm just hoping that we we really utilize him the way he's supposed to. I mean, since he started, he has a perfect pass rating. Uh, he went two for two for nine yards, so that's pretty impressive. If we do want to come off with something, he didn't have an incompletion. Uh, it was just super weird watching him pass since he's a left-handed uh, quarterback. I, I can't get over the fact that somebody can throw under uh, their left hand. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with Tua. I'm hoping that he gets a little bit more reps. I personally don't want him to just because all it takes is one good sack and all of a sudden his hips re-injured again. And all that time that we spent waiting and reevaluating his health and all that just shot to shit. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in the future. Now, the 
quarterback that I am excited to talk about is Tannehill. The reason why we're talking about that is because it's crazy that Adam Gase, Tannehill, and the Dolphins are all being used in kind of the same sentence right now. Um, Tannehill and the Titans have been on fire. Between him and King, I I honestly feel that Henry and Ryan Tannehill are good chemistry. Ryan's out there looking like a very good leader. You know, it, it sucks because I knew he was like this on the Dolphins. And I just feel that Adam Gase and, and, you know, the coaching staff wasn't utilizing Ryan the way that he was supposed to be used. So, you know, kudos for the Titans finding a a diamond in the rough with Tannehill. Tanny went 30 for 41, 364 yards, four touchdowns, and one interception in an overtime win against the Bills. It, it It was crazy last night watching all that go down oh, sorry not the bills the Steelers my apologies I'm still I'm still not get over the uh the the stiff stiff arm that Hen, uh Henry did to uh the Bills defensive player so I uh every time I talk about Titans I keep thinking Titans and Bills because of that moment uh so you know kudos to Ryan man I I still have his Dolphins jersey uh, I don't think I'm ever going to get rid of it. I still wear it. People are like, why do you have that? And honestly, I just think of uh, of Ryan and just how happy he is probably in Tennessee. And, uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's the wrap for the podcast for this time. Uh, you know, we'll stay tuned for what happens next week, and we'll go from there. So, as always, thank you for taking a time out with Todd. Be sure to come back next Monday to take your time out with Todd.